Hi, and welcome to Comfortable in Your Own Skin podcast. I'm Andrea Gullick, speaker, writer, and international mentor. Together, we're going to walk the path of becoming comfortable in our own skin by seeking radical honesty with yourself, making conscious choices, and living a life on point. And the only way you can live a life on point is to be comfortable in your own skin. And the only way to become comfortable in your own skin is to begin to ask why you're not already. Maybe it's untethering from family stories, from generational patterns. Maybe you've had encounters with trauma or hardship. Maybe you've just always questioned Who am I exactly? Irrespective of anything that's happened, anything you have or haven't done, this is a journey of how to just be you, comfortable in your own skin. I can't stress this enough. But it's why this podcast is called Comfortable in Your Own Skin and not Comfortable in Their Skin. Because any of this work, any personal development, any journeys that are taken, any new awareness that is is gathered is really about us being able to look at ourselves and to be able to recognise who we are and how we respond or react to the external world, it's not about changing the external world. And so often that is probably the first thing that we want to do. It's It feels like it's the easiest thing to do if they just changed, if they didn't do this, if they didn't do that, if he said this, if he said that, if he did this, if she did that, if she didn't do this, if she wasn't like that and it's, It's the easiest and quickest way to give your power away is to literally be focused externally for the solution to what irritates you, to what upsets you, to what annoys you, to what feels like it gets in your way is to look at the situation and blame that. And I get it because I've been there, that it's like it would be just so much easier if they could see what they're doing, the part they play or why that situation is is the thing that is causing my difficulty. We have no power of anything outside of us. We truly don't. We have no real ability to change anything or anyone. Can we influence those things? Absolutely, 110%. You being more true to you, you being more courageous, you making the choices and the decisions to change things in your life will absolutely have a ripple effect. That I don't doubt. I can't guarantee you whether the ripple effect will actually create more harmonious situations or actually ripple into igniting and inflaring certain things. 
because there's something about people taking ownership and taking responsibility and opening up to the more in their life that can actually rattle the cages of others. Like just because we decided to go on a journey of, of really looking within and really being able to open up to our own truth and, and some of that truth will not be glamorous to look at because it's not, it's not the glitz and glamour of being able to see everything that is amazing about us even though those things exist. It's about that radical honesty of seeing the things that we have bought into the way in which we have held ourselves back, the way in which we have not been true to the essence of who we are. And sometimes when we're in those situations, when we're not in alignment, you know, our own fears, our own apprehensions, our own anxieties, our own inadequacies mean that we do and say things that probably aren't favourable. And... We don't always make choices that have a favourable outcome for other people or even ourselves. But that's, that's the journey of radical honesty, is to be able to stare those things in the face, to be able to literally stand up hand on heart and say, yes, I did that, I said that, I expected that, I wanted that. But to keep going... To keep going and get in underneath well what drives those things what's the driver behind our actions what's the what's the emotional experience what's the the meaning we've made what's been the the conflict that's happened within us that has set us on this course of believing this or that about who we are what has set us on the path of denying our magnificence or overcompensating for what we feel like we want to try and hide from and so it does take commitment to yourself to become comfortable in your own skin but it takes commitment to yourself your own inner journey, your own willingness to want to be able to feel different within yourself, to be able to step up and have your voice being heard, to step up and be seen, to step up and towards the things that you do want and to step away from the things that you don't want, to break the cycles that have been dysfunctional, but you are the only one that can do this. And you are the only one that in this lifetime can choose whether you are going to embrace how important it is for you to live out your days and to live a life that feels comfortable for you, that feels like you are absolutely reaching the zenith of your potential whatever that is because it's your potential it's not the potential that society says it's not the potential your parents expected it's not the potential that your siblings or your your spouse or what or whoever in your life does or doesn't want for you we are all a part of 
the collective. We are all a part of relationships, friendships, communities. But we each have an individual part to play and to play it the best way we know how. And the best way we know how combines together with everybody else's best way to create thriving communities. But we first have to be true to ourselves so that we can be true to others. So we can walk that path and guide others in what it is to be true to themselves and to break the shackles of that selfish or that self-absorbed. And part of this journey of being able to see everything with absolute precision and clarity and honesty is that acceptance that acceptance of who we are, of things that we've done, things that we haven't done, what we desire, what we don't desire, what we've experienced and what we haven't experienced. The acceptance of our life's journey to date, the acceptance of who other people are, what they have or haven't done, to literally be able to come into that place of peace and to be able to make conscious decisions about how it is you want to live and who it is you are here to be, acceptance has to be a massive part of the journey. Because to not accept is to be in resistance. It is to repel the reality of where you're at or where life is at. And it is that repelling that can cause us so much harm. It is that repelling that holds us off from finding a more calm, courageous, where you really take hold of your life in such a, in such a gentle yet strong way. And say, this is what I'm here for. This is who I am here to be. And through being me, this is what I'm here to do. This is what I'm here to experience. This is what I'm here to overcome. Because I accept who I am and how my life has been and what my life can look like. I'm willing to accept and embrace it all. That does not mean that you have to like it. Acceptance and comfort aren't necessarily the same thing. Acceptance is to say, even if this isn't something that I like or enjoy, I'm willing to accept it because that is helping us move through the resistance of what is. So you may have lost your job. That doesn't mean you have to like it. That doesn't mean there doesn't come with worry or concern or apprehension. But the more you resist that you lost your job, 
the less you accept that that happened, the harder it is to allow what is to come to flow towards you. You may have experienced someone being unfaithful. You don't have to like it. It might hurt like heck. But to resist the truth of what happened and not accept it is to, is to continue the pain. And part of that is that part of the acceptance is recognising that it's not necessarily about you. A lot of our pain and our, and our resistance to what is comes from the stories we tell ourselves about who we must be because of that experience. The stories in our head that take us away from the purity of, of who it is to be us. That we attach stories, if I use the, the two examples of, of losing a job, and these are obviously just examples, but to lose your job and then go into the, I'm, I'm not good enough, they, they let me go, I must be too dumb, I must be whatever stories go go around and around that our ego wants to tell us is true otherwise that situation wouldn't happen it's that it's it's those dialogues it's those internal conversations that happen in, in our mind that take us away from accepting that this is just the the path that my life has taken like can we accept that there is a bigger picture to our life that maybe we can't see the the reason just yet behind why these things happen but are we willing to accept that there is maybe a bigger story a bigger picture being someone being unfaithful to you no doubt would hurt like heck but is it, is it the, the dishonesty and the deceit that hurts or the stories we can create about who we are because that happened? I must be, I must be unlovable. I mustn't be enough. All of that good enough story, I mustn't matter. The acceptance to what is and detaching that it means anything about who we are will allow us to move through the uncomfortable things without the pain of losing ourselves, without the pain of us becoming the situation instead of it just being a situation to deal with, to manage, to grieve, to overcome acceptance is allowing everything to be what it is without this needing to 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 like it or we don't have to be in comfort to accept things but we need to ensure that whatever journey we're on, whether it's a healing journey, whether it's an empowerment journey, whether it is literally just 
There's things in your life that don't feel congruent. There's things in your life that you keep churning over, keep trying to work through. The same cycle of situations keeps reappearing and you're done with it. The journey of becoming comfortable in your own skin will absolutely start and stop with you. Does that mean that there won't be any reflection on things that have happened over your journey from childhood right through? Is there absolutely correlation between what you've heard and seen and experienced throughout your life that has created beliefs and and meanings that you've made? Almost guarantee. I'll almost lay money on the fact that some of the more damaging, overwhelming, uncomfortable beliefs you have about yourself will not be yours. They will have been picked up somewhere. You will have heard it, seen it, experienced it and created a meaning about yourself. So yeah, absolutely. It is a powerful thing to be able to shine a light on where you picked up those perceptions, projections, judgments. But that's all it is and that's all it needs to be is to be a, ah, like that aha moment of, ah, right. Yeah, when my Form 1 teacher told me I'd never amount to something, I can see now why I move from job to job to job just as I'm about to hit a level of success something goes wrong I can see that that story of I'll never amount to something is something I'm living through I'm, I'm literally enacting that because ah oh yeah that's what I've believed up until this point because of that you know, it can be so empowering to see how those experiences create the dialogue that we then go and live out. But it is literally just an opportunity to come into that acceptance. I accept that this is what I've believed. I accept that this is what was getting in my way. But I accept that I have everything within me to walk a different path. I have everything within me to become or to embrace and be who I'm here to be I don't have to be the the person I thought I had to be I get to be me I don't need to be that safe version of me anymore I don't have to be that dysfunctional version anymore I get to be me and the truth of who that is is what we each decide for ourselves by becoming radically honest, by being able to look at everything in a gentle or powerful or whoever you are, how you want to want to live this out, how you want to be the best version of yourself. You get to choose and decide what that is. You get to accept the literal highest version of you and what that is. 
And the best way to do that will be accepting all of the discomfort that comes along with being who we are. Because this type of journey, it does, it's not always comfortable. But that doesn't, that doesn't have to be the thing that drives you, drives you away from being the best version of you. Because we are here to do hard things on the pursuit of the absolute magic of what it is to be comfortable in your own skin. You get to be you by allowing everybody else to be them. To not look out there for how the world is going to change so that you can become more comfortable. You get to be more comfortable with who you are, irrespective of how anything outside of you is. And again, I'm going to reiterate, you don't have to like it. I'm not saying that it doesn't matter what happens to you, it's going to be okay. Lots of things don't feel okay and you don't have to like them. But you can and we can always accept that the path forward isn't about the path that is behind us. We get to choose the way we pave out our future. We get to choose how much we are held back or spurred on by each and everything that we encounter. The choice is in our own hands. How comfortable in our own skin we want to become. How comfortable in our own skin we actually are right in this minute. Even when things aren't the way we necessarily would want them to be. That's the power that lies within our hands. We can accept things without liking them. And that is the most powerful place you will find yourself.